Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. If I was a man, the first thing I would do, the first thing, I would get a gray hoodie and then I would put flannel over it. Additionally, I would wear pants, probably jeans or slacks of some kind. I would roll up the cuffs. I would wear a real pair of socks and Converse probably. And then I would just go out in public. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, October 20th, 2022. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. I am ready to talk about 12 NBA games, <laughs> 24 teams. ooh here we go. Next to him, it's the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey-o! Hey-oh! And over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer J.D. Hello. There he is, there he is, there he is, here we are. Shout out to the stream team and shout out to Stuart Sanders. <laughs> Saunders, damn it! It's a tough name, Stuart. Uh, you love 902 and 0. We were just debating. Uh, Steve Sanders, Steve Saunders. Stuart? Saunders! There he is. <laughs> Can't believe I botched that. I was practicing it for like 10. I ran into uh, a No Ducks fan named uh, Stuart Saunders down at the fortress last night. Shout out to Stuart. He watches every show. Uh, everybody joining us here on YouTube, we love to see it. Like, subscribe, <laughs> comment, share the show. Uh, get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Send in your questions and comments to at nodunksinc. That's I-N-C on the end. And uh, you can do that by way of Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. And we got the NBA No Dunks Survivor Pool. Not the reality show. We do have no buffs coming later today. But uh, we have the link there in the description of the podcast and under the uh, YouTube video. Get in. It starts next week when you can make your pick. It's just an NBA pool. It's an NBA pool. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you can win some jerseys. Top three, I think, can win some jerseys. Neat. Uh, also, check out yesterday's Is This Good podcast with Matty O, myself, JD, and special guest, Graydon Gordian, mm. who was bringing some takes. <laughs> yeah, and, he was. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and Matty O and, and uh, Graydon were uh, rehashing an incident at a restaurant <laughs> some, I don't know, five or six years ago. <laughs> About sharing plates. Busy day yesterday. Didn't have a chance to listen to Is This Good Yet, but I saw some tweets going around, some comments on YouTube. Something about dropping slop. A slop yeah, drop of that, some that sort. That was the first five oh, minutes. Yeah, that, <laughs> it was, that's when I tuned out. Matt I said, I'm not listening to this. He got graphic. Yeah. Uh, is This Good, by the way, we are spinning off to its own YouTube feed and its own podcast feed. <laughs> Uh, that'll, that, you know, so you got to seek that out and uh, just search for Is This Good and subscribe to Matteo's uh, new feed. But we'll still be appearing on it, JD Producing, and a bunch of guests are going to be coming on, like Graydon. Okay, should we just get into yeah. it here? Yeah, why uh, not? 12 games on. The real opening night. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Also, too many games. Way too many. Let's be honest. <laughs> too many. It's way too many games. Uh, we won't get to everything, at least very doubtful we will. We will, and... And, and just so you know in advance, yes, we hate your favorite team. <laughs> we'll get there. I yeah. think we'll mention every team. We'll see. Should we just say them now? <laughs> you just want to no, list no. the team names? <laughs> no. Uh, I want to start with some questions here. First one, most entertaining game. You're about to address two teams here. So yeah, there we go. Check them off. Check them off. What do you got? I'm going Knicks-Grizzlies. And not necessarily because it was back and forth and great basketball. R.J. Barrett missed a lot of shots. He missed a lot of shots. But... On one side, you got the most entertaining player in the game in John Morant. Did you see the behind the back to himself drop off to Brandon Clark? A beauty of a play. It, it, it wasn't the most entertaining, entertaining game to start, but because the Knicks came back from 19 down in the second half, capped by a ridiculous three-pointer by Cam Reddish in the corner to tie it, to send it to overtime. Yeah, Cam Reddish, remember him? Uh, he was on the Hawks. 
I don't know how Jalen Brunson's pass got to him. He turned around in the corner and was able to get his feet behind the line to send it to overtime. So that was ridiculous. Got a bang from Breen. Yeah, the first bang of the season. (laughs) 22 points for Cam Reddish. 22 off the bench, 9 of 15. They needed that because Jalen Brunson had a a 7 of 18 and and RJ missed so many shots. Uh, But then John Morant had a chance to win the game. It's become the John Morant patented go-to move. He starts in the backcourt inbounding you get Morant on the move what the heck is going to happen he's so quick he's so agile so nimble in air but Jalen Brunson was able to slide underneath and get the charge Mm. so we go to overtime and yeah my favorite league pass team that was on national tv got the job done (laughs) in overtime ESPN slick bug by the way new score bug yeah slick not a not a billion pieces of info on there it's called a score bug because all we all we need is the score, and they did the job very well. And yeah, I, I, it was just uh, you, you saw. Even though again, Knicks fans didn't get the win. Jalen Brunson seven of eighteen. RJ Barrett, yeah, I'm not even gonna mention his line. Uh, it's it wasn't good, but at the same time, they got to be happy they came back. Will mm-hmm. you get a performance like this from Reddish again? Anyways, the league pass team performed there with John Morant. We we have learned two nights into the NBA season trade that. Uh, it's a game of runs. <laughs> it's a game of the runs. The NBA game. And, uh, you know, big leads are fake. Leads don't mean anything. Exactly right. Uh, th- we'll get to the- another big yeah. lead that was blown for my best game in a little bit. But this was impressive by the Knicks, I yeah, thought, to I actually agree. battle back here. I thought a pretty controlled game by Julius Randle, you know, somewhere in between his all-NBA season and his all-stinky season last <laughs> year. But he was patient with the ball. He was creating for teammates. Brunson was steady, not really spectacular, but he was right there for the charge. And he did set up, I think it was Fournier in the corner, for a chance uh, to win the or to tie the game in overtime. Yeah, pretty good look. Fournier maybe had another split second to really set himself for the attempt, but it didn't go down. Nonetheless, impressive stuff. And yeah, John Morant already has his first awesome non-highlight of the season: the charge uh, that Jalen Brunson took. Yeah. Job was flying. I mean, great take by Jalen Brunson, but get out of there, man. We want to see some guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a real highlight that wasn't yeah. for sure. But obviously that other one behind the back in the drop-off. And you mentioned Fournier. Fournier was the one who got fooled by John Morant on that play. Just gone. Like move, had to move, Got moved like five feet. And I mentioned Fournier because if there's anybody in that starting lineup that if you're a Cam Reddish believer, that's the guy that they would yank out eventually if they could in a perfect world. Because, uh, yeah, Reddish performed. Can he do it night in, night out? Huge question mark. You know, I love Cam, but I don't know if he can. And and the Fournier guy, Fournier one is the is the guy that the Knicks fans will rail on all season long. You think so? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As the scapegoat type thing? <laughs> yeah. I, Brunson, uh, as, as Trey said, solid. He's not going anywhere. R.J. Barrett's not going anywhere. And, and Randall's not going anywhere. Yeah, Fournier is the guy. What was your game? You wanted the second one. Suns-Mavericks. Suns-Mavericks, yeah. I think this was the best game because what a what a narrative game this was. You know, the Mavericks had a huge lead at halftime and the halftime show, and all of the takes on Twitter were like, same old Suns. Yeah. The vibes are just so bad. Unbelievable that they would come back after getting destroyed in Game 7 of the finals, or Game 7 of the playoffs last year and come out with such an embarrassing performance. And then they came back and won the game. Pretty impressive stuff uh, by the Suns to battle back, to show a little backbone. I thought they started pushing the pace in transition. Their defense got a lot better. I like to see DeAndre Ayton was running the court and just getting near the rim. Mm -hmm. They were able to get a lot of hit-ahead passes uh, to him. Foul trouble in the first half, and it obviously affected uh, the Suns. But weird that it came down to Damian Lee being the guy hitting clutch shot after clutch shot for Phoenix. Hit a three with about a minute 30 left. And then hit the miracle game winner, we shall say. A couple of pump fakes. A little bit of a step back as well. He just chucks it in, goes down, and Steph Curry was celebrating like crazy at home. Good Ah. stuff. Yeah, brother-in-law supporting him there on the uh, Instagram stories, I guess. Waking up his uh, small child. Oh, I didn't see that. He was screaming so much with Lee going nuts. I mean, Lee hit like three important three-pointers, two in the fourth, and then the game winner over Dinwiddie. That is one man I could be quizzed about and I wouldn't have known which team he played yeah, for. A... <laughs> that he snuck on the, yeah. the Suns roster another warrior that uh, that they let go there 
But yeah, Suns fought back, baby. They did it. I loved Devin Booker's quote after the game, too, and he was smiling while he said it. I got double teamed, so I made the right play. <laughs> Obviously alluding to the uh, infamous uh, videos uh, of him being double teamed in like a summer pickup where he's getting all frustrated, like, why are you doing that? Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. He had, a, he had a good game, too. Obviously pretty instrumental in the comeback. Because they went to, like, point book. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that Monty Williams did down the stretch, like, I don't know, final five or six minutes, it was not Chris Paul out there. They mm-hmm. ran with Devin Booker as the point guard and Lee out there hitting all these shots, yeah, and they that, got the victory. That's how Lee was on the floor yeah. because Chris Paul was on the bench. Uh, but I was going to save uh, some Christian Wood talk for comeback player Ooh. because it, it feels like this is a new version of Christian Wood. But you know, speak on it. You, you're excited about Christian Wood with Luka Doncic. <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't really have a lot of belief, but my God, he was great. 16 straight points for Christian yeah. Wood. And MJ shrug on night one of the season. Uh, but there were also times I thought when you were watching him that his body language was certainly off. Mm-hmm. He was getting real frustrated. There were definitely defensive lapses. But he looks like he can carry the bench offense for chunks at a time. There was also a huge second quarter run for Spencer Dinwiddie when he really took over the game. So I think Dallas long term will be fine uh, replacing Jalen Brunson with more from Dinwiddie, more from Tim Hardaway Jr., and more from Christian Wood. They just did not finish this game at all, yeah. uh, despite another uh, great performance from Luka Doncic. 35 points, couldn't make a three. He only went two for ten, but Luka was special, especially in the first half. Yeah. Wood hit a f- if, he, if Wood would have hit a free throw, they win. They're three of ten from the line. Yeah, it was yeah, bad. It was Wild. Bad. I, I had to look that up. Is he a bad free throw shooter? Not really. I mean, he's for a big man, he's okay throughout his career. So, you know, two-thirds, you know, 66%, but... Yeah, rough one there. The Suns, like, I know it would have been just one game and just one L, but, like, you're right, being down huge and Twitter, like, piling on them. And, like, you imagine they had just gone on to lose this one, like, in a blowout fashion to the Mavs, who had obviously punked them at the end of last season in the playoff. Like, ooh, that would have been a rough, rough start. So I had a tweet chamber. I I was ready. I said, (laughs) the Suns are going to hear about this Game seven's performance every single national tv game until they're eliminated in the first round of the playoffs oh, but i thought God. i better save it oh, it's wow. night one of the season this might be too hot yeah put it back in the pocket and set on a podcast and stuff you <laughs> almost you, you almost forgot that a 22 point lead it, it means same. nothing it literally means even nothing. mark jackson was saying it last yeah, night yeah. he's like big leads these days they ain't the same <laughs> uh i'm gonna go with another game for most entertaining it's the one i saw in person right mm. that seems fair Fair. I got a last-minute ticket, an invite down to the Fortress to see the Rockets play the Hawks, and uh, I got to uh, see DeJounte Murray's Atlanta debut. 20 points, 11 assists, 5 steals. That was the thing that jumped out to me. There was some defense being played by the Atlanta Hawks, creating some turnovers, going the other way. Uh, I love the addition of the Holiday Brothers on this team uh, coming off the bench. Just a, a little grittiness there uh, in Aaron and Justin. Rockets, fun, fun team. They're going to lose a lot of games. They're super young, but holy crap. They have like four or five dumb athletes on that team, and they yeah. threw down a couple great dunks last night. I'm saying if you get a chance to see the Rockets in person this year, maybe it'll be a cheaper ticket, uh, you know, wherever you are in the uh, in America, whatever city you're closest to. Don't Don't pass on it. Go see them. I think they're going to be scrappy like we talked about in our preseason predictions. They'll be in games, so maybe it's entertaining. And they just have like highlight after highlight. And I got to see Boban <laughs> up close and personal. It was the first time I've ever seen him that close. I was like you know, four rows back behind the Rockets bench. It's amazing. He's tall. It's, it's <laughs> worth the price of admission alone because he's like he's high-fiving guys that are like 6'8", 6'9", giants in everyday life, and they look like children. Like, his, just the high fives alone. He's just, his hand is ten times larger than an NBA player. So, <laughs> it was fun to see Boban. It was a great entertaining game. The crowd was hyped at the Fortress because, you know, they got it done. Collins contributed. Hunter contributed. And then the backcourt there of Trey Young and Murray off to a good start. And it was just nice some defense being played by Atlanta. Yes, it was against the Rockets. But <laughs> Five steals start. for DeJounte Murray. Twelve steals for the Hawks in total. 28-10 to 10 in fast break yeah. points. This is a team that didn't play very fast no. last season. Trey Young would probably prefer to slow it down and handle the ball, but I thought uh, Murray was great igniting the transition game. He got a lot of wide-open baskets yep. just by being the only guy down the court. Uh, so, yeah, if the Hawks are able to score even easier baskets, that'll be big for them, and you can kind of fake a defense just by being active and getting steals. 
Yeah, if they can share the the basketball with DJ being the transition guy and Trey Young being more the set guy, I, that's the question. How how that all uh, shakes down. Yesterday was good. I don't like how they're calling Dejounte Murray DJ. Everyone's calling him DJ mm-hmm. within the organ. It's just his name's too good for a DJ. I mean, there's <laughs> other DJs in the league. There's it's Dejounte. Just stick with that. Yeah, anyways, uh, yeah. to see uh, Jalen Green's highlights right off the bat, yeah. uh, come on. Christopher uh, had a huge dunk. Big time dunk. Yeah, they, they have, uh, you know, we'll get to the rookies here. Jabari Smith played all right uh, for his first game, even Eason. So, uh, yeah. yeah, they're fun. They're like, they, yeah. they, the, the, the Kevin Porter Jr. started hot. Like, they, they're going to be, they, they're going to play hard and they're just going to lose a lot of games because they're young. And, like, the problem, that's the problem with Jalen Green. Like, he takes a lot of shots where you're like, oh, man, come on, man. You're making it a little too difficult on yourself. And he'll have nights, I'm sure, where he can't miss, and he'll go for 35. But there are those stretches where it's like, okay, you got you guys probably could have moved the ball a little bit more and got a better look. He he goes into hero mode a little too much. But, you know, he's young. He's imma- still immature in terms of the NBA game. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a bucket getter, so that's his DNA is to do that. 20 field goal attempts, only one free throw attempt. Yeah. You got to get in the lane a little bit and draw some fouls, but that comes as you get older um, into your career. Like, Derrick Rose didn't start drawing fouls until his third season in the league, but I kind of feel bad because you're saying if you have a chance, go see him. You got to pay the price of admission to see Boban. They ain't coming back to Atlanta this year. It's yeah. the Rockets. Yeah, I'm sorry. You we got, blew it. We got to go, we got to go to Charlotte or <laughs> Memphis totally or it. something. Have you seen him in person? I'm, t- I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> nope. I was like, Have you seen no, the they, tall guy? I think they only played yesterday. No, no, he's not a tall guy. That's the difference. It's next level tallness. It's unbelievable. It's wild. <laughs> and he's so lovable on the sidelines, too. He does seem like a, the best teammate uh, possible. Don't you have courtside seats? Yeah, I was really close. Wow. That was really close. Uh, shout out to uh, the Mohawks uh, community there. Yeah, look, there's my shot. Of- <laughs> Just letting it fly. Release, release looked good. That woman comes up to his waist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Standing near him. <laughs> and she's like 10 feet, like, actually closer to the, to the camera. That's crazy. It's, it's Great stuff. Great stuff, pretty JD. astonishing. Look at the flick of the wrist, too. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. He's got the mobility in that wrist. Uh, Bruno Fernando for the for the hardcores playing against the Hawks again. Yeah, revenge. Big blocks there. Yep. He was out playing Clint Capella for he was. a good chunk of this game. He doesn't like to uh, sit down when he comes off either. He like goes sort of to the corner tunnel and just drinks water. Bruno sit. Bruno sit. No. It's a little fact. Just You're not going to get any other podcast here today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about Bruno? We were a little confused. Like. He played for the Hawks, didn't he? He got drafted by the Hawks, right? Yeah. And then he pl- – did he have, like, a cup of coffee with the Celtics, I think, Fernando? And then, yeah, he's on the Rockets. He played well. Uh, best rookie performance. Let's keep it going here. Go ahead. You know, you know give give us the obvious answer, give and then the we can go to go some ahead. of the other ones. We, it's one game. You can pick the best rookie performance. Several players all in the Magic Piston game yeah. had incredible performances. It's got to go to Paolo Boncaro, though. The best. 27-5-5. and The tweet was going around. He's the first guy since LeBron to have 25-5-5 five, and five in his debut. The only other is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, so put him in the Hall of Fame right now. <laughs> uh, monster dunk from Boncaro, which we will certainly get to in best highlight a little bit later. But the impressive thing to me was how much he looks like an NBA player. <laughs> he is so thick. He's so strong. He runs hard in transition. He was finishing plays. He was creating plays. You can see why he went number one, and he's probably going to lead the Magic in scoring this yes. year. He looks ready to be a 20-point-per-game guy off the jump. Yeah, and yeah, lead the offense, have the offense go through him because he can play at so many spots on the floor as well. Like, a, you know, a guard brings it up. He could be at the high elbow, and he's a big-time weapon from there because he'll go through his defender. Yeah, what was more impressive to me, the five assists, uh, the two blocks, just uh, sharp everywhere yeah. so uh, yeah the, the highlight obviously was uh, the cherry on top but it was like 27 points and it didn't really press he didn't press no, at all no. he's, he's just playing basketball yeah I, he is for his size he is a terror in transition I mean he is way faster than I mm-hmm. I guess I thought um, and I love that he balances like he's composed but he's aggressive and like I think that's one of the most difficult things to do for a new player, uh, and especially a number one pick, where there are expectations uh, to like, hey, get us, get us to the playoffs or get us to the play-in. And one game in, man, he had great balance in this game uh, that they ultimately lost, and the and the Pistons uh, get the victory, and they had a couple other great performances from their rooks. But uh, twenty-seven, nine and five, eleven of eighteen shooting, that's a hell of a start. 
I mean, it's the most points by a number one overall pick since Iverson way back in 96. Uh, who went for 30 in, in his debut there. So, good game, uh, despite the L. But let's talk about some of the Pistons, too, because yeah. uh, Jaden Ivey and Jalen Duran, uh, both awesome lines tests. They were. Uh, Jaden Ivey is going to benefit so much with because he plays with Cade Cunningham. Cade can just do all the ball handling, and Ivey is not afraid to shoot at all. He gets the ball in his hands, and it's a bit of an odd three-point shot. It's a pusher, but a couple of them go in. They, he just aims and fires, so he's going to benefit so much. He's a ridiculous athleticism. If there's focus on Cade, Jaden Ivey is going to benefit from that. So I, I liked his game and uh, a perfect backcourt combination. And Jalen Duren came out of nowhere. What a what a job by Troy Weaver to get both those guys on draft night. And, yeah, they beat the Magic in the end. It's it's not an extremely impressive win, but that's what the season is all about is getting Jalen Duren reps. And uh, that guy is exactly as advertised. Block shots and mm-hmm. uh, play hard and play above the rim. He looks like he's a vet as well yep. in terms of just – he knows what he has to do. Run the floor – dunk that thing and uh block shots he was great 14 and 10 and three blocks yeah the uh pistons broadcast i thought was hilarious with their cherry picked stats they had one for jalen duran being an 18 year old who had a double double in a debut very rare they had Jaden ivy uh joining isaiah thomas grant hill and bob lanier he was number four for points in a pistons debut so put him in the hall of fame Jeez, as well what a start and Cade cunningham was great he didn't shoot the ball very well Finished uh, 18, let's see here, 18 points, 10 assists, and I thought the assists were awesome. He was so patient in the lane. He had a couple of nice finishes, the way he found Beef Stew in the corner to ice yep. things. Uh, you heard a lot of rumors that Isaiah Stewart was going to have a three-point shot. He was 0 for 3 yep. until the one that counted, That's right. and he knocked it down. So great from a confidence standpoint. And I don't know, the Pistons have to be thrilled with the way things went. Their rookies played well. Cunningham Looked like he was back in the swing of things. And Boyan Bogdanovich was perfect for them. 24 points, just sopping up possessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, instantly replacing Jeremy Grant's 20 points yeah. from last season. Yeah, great, great start. And a fun game uh, between the Magic time. and Pistons, which uh, you know you maybe wouldn't have been uh, thinking you were going to say last year, for sure, in the uh, opening night uh, affair. Any other rooks oh, yeah. jump out to you? So I feel like a rooks. lot of the rooks played well. Like, there's, like it's, it's almost more difficult to find one that like really stunk it up. Yeah, there's, there's a couple more. Benedict Mathurin, yep. who we're talking about as a dark horse uh, rookie of the year candidate. I mean, he's, he's coming out of the dark. There's lots of people who are picking him now because he's going to get shot attempts. He had 19 and 7, uh, looked great for the Pacers. Uh, he had a beauty sort of, uh, it wasn't an up and under, but he went to the other side of the rim and scored on Kyle Kuzma. He's a crowd favorite. Everybody loves him. Again, fearless, just unafraid, going at the hoop. It's time to trade Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. But this was a, a perfect win for the uh, – not a win, but a, a perfect night for the Pacers because they lost. <laughs> yeah, right, uh, right. Because Benedict Mathurin was great. We'll get to a, an incredible highlight uh, from Tyrese Halliburton, kind of like Kate Hunting, Cunningham just running the offense and uh, unafraid and giving it up to Benedict Mathurin. Uh, and Buddy Heald was hitting shots, I think, you know, sort of raising his trade value or at least keeping it at the same spot. So he was hitting his threes. Uh, Miles Turner, the other guy that they have to trade now to allow Halliburton and Mathurin just to shoot whenever they want, he stepped on a ball boy before the game, so he turned his ankle, so mm-hmm. he didn't play in this one, which is, yeah, everybody's saying, well, just such a microcosm of the Pacers' upcoming season because it's going to be bad. They got to get rid- They got to get him on the floor. Okay, he looks good. Trade him. Now, it has to happen. He wants to be traded. He's going to take shots away from the guys and their, and their development. They need to be bad and uh, – a good start because they lost. But uh, right. Mathurin looks – he looks ready uh, to, to take on a, a role. He's fun. He's also very, very fun and athletic. Any other rooks caught your eye? Jabari Smith Jr. was yeah. really good, 17 points. Uh, the size is real. Like, he looks yeah. like a really, really tall wing. Uh, and Shaden Sharp had a surprisingly good, yeah. good game. 12 points, hit three threes, had a nice dunk. Feels like a rotation member right yep. away, and he's one of the youngest dudes in the league, so nice start for him there with the Trailblazers. All right, our next question. No Christian Coloco love? Oh, yeah. He, he looks, looks like a player. Hey, Coloco, you could say Kessler played fine in his minutes. Like Again, a lot of the rookies played really, really well last yep. night. Um, but biggest disappointment? Could be a player, could be a team, a result. 
I, w- I, w- I wasn't holding on to my tweets about the Brooklyn Nets. They stink. Uh, I, I couldn't. So I the couldn't... Nets were. So the, are the Nets that bad, or are the, the... Pelicans that good? Or no, is it it's, a little bit I, of it's mostly the Nets. I, the, the Pelicans look solid, and yeah. everybody praising them. Hey, this is the the, the next young team, up and coming team. Sure. Oh, maybe, but you can't tell that against this Brooklyn Nets offense, or Brooklyn Nets defense, I should say. The Pelicans scored ten buckets in the paint in the first quarter that's like a bucket a minute in the paint that's like you know you have to share the ball with the other team so like every 30 <laughs> seconds they were scoring yeah, it's in like the a paint. layup line yeah it was ridiculous yeah. Like, okay so the the big comes out he switches and then you get to the lane and then you miss a shot but they were able to get every offensive rebound because nobody wanted to box out nobody wanted to fight this idea of ben simmons playing center no sir that's not gonna work he's just not gonna be up there and in any shape or form trying to deter shots so 62 points in the paint for the pelicans and yeah zion looked good uh, there's no doubt i was extremely happy watching him 25 for him he had uh every single one of his buckets in the paint the shot chart amazing uh the, the he doesn't take any of his shots outside the paint so 22 in the paint 11 buckets in the paint three free throws that's it uh it's wild to see um he had, so he had he had those 22 points in the paint Somehow, despite the missed games, second most games with 20 points in the paint since 1920 in the NBA. Like, second most games with 20 points in the paint. That's what he does. Only Giannis has more. Because mm. uh, he is really, really impressive. So I can understand why people are on the Pelicans bandwagon, but those Brooklyn Nets don't want to fight. Kevin Durant had to come in and be like, okay, I'll deter shots at the rim. I'll do something. But they were out-rebounded 61-39. They're going to try and out-finesse teams, and that'll work. Uh, on some nights and obviously Valanchunas and Zion are going to kick their ass inside yeah. so it's not a good matchup for them but uh, yeah and, and, and I can understand the Pelicans being excited I mean we're, we can talk about uh, rookies but you know I, another guy and uh, uh, that was a rookie last year coming out uh, in Herb Jones blocking Kevin no, Durant God, in the corner so awesome. it was so cool anytime that uh, Kevin Durant is blocked it's uh, it's a marvel so Yuck to the Nets. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to watch this team. It's mm. just hard to watch. It's hard to watch that. And, and maybe Ben. This is his first time, first game in however long. Yeah. He'll probably. He'll, he'll be better. But I hope so. Yeah, but but, but but you talk about disappointment. This is a dreadful debut for Ben Simmons after 16 months off. He looks like he needs some rustoleum because <laughs> he was struggling out there. Three shot attempts, six fouls. Yeah. You can't take three shots, man. Like. Oh, this again. <laughs> Honestly, this again, uh, whatever. Five rebounds, five assists. I did like that he was guarding Zion for basically the entire game because he's going to have to guard the best offensive player that the Nets come up against. He was playing the Draymond role, which is what everybody wants to see. He was setting hard screens. He just could not get anything going. And if he's not going to be devastating defensively and contributing something offensively, it's going to be some more Ben Simmons chatter. We're yep. just going to be talking about this guy forever. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He just needed to take it to the rim. I mean, he needed <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed to yeah. be aggressive, and that yeah, didn't did. happen. Because he is their point guard, but his his best feature offensively is, yeah, he can pass, obviously. He can set picks. He can be the Draymond, but he's got to take it to the rim. Yeah. And that didn't happen yesterday. So they can try and out-finesse teams. As I said, Durant and Irving can score 60 combined. Uh, Irving had a bad night on this night, but uh, they're not going to win a lot of games. This is just a bad sign, game one, mm-hmm. to come out like this because game one they came out and played great against the Boston Celtics in the in the playoffs, and then things went downhill. It just feels like they're not even going to get up to that hill, not even going to get up to the mountaintop of losing game one. Like, they look so much worse. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, they stunk, and I'm happy I didn't keep it in the chamber. They just stunk, and then they kept on stinking because they could have came back because it is a game of runs, but yep. they didn't fight back. Okay. What do you got for uh, biggest disappointment? The Jazz smoked the Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, the Nuggets. Nuggets went 5 of 22 from 3. That's a problem when you've got a great passer who gets double teamed all the time. If he's kicking it out, uh, you got to hit some of them. The defense was not there at all for the Nuggets. Uh, they gave up 123 to a Jazz team that's basically just <laughs> meeting each other. Uh, Colin Sexton was cooking. We'll get to him a little bit later in one of my favorite highlights uh, from the night. Jokic was good. 12 of 17 from the field. 27 points. 6 assists. He wasn't crushing the glass. But if he doesn't get help, 
it's the same Nuggets team as last year. Only 26 minutes for Jamal Murray. He scored 12 points. He's going to get better as the season yeah. goes on. Uh, but a great performance, kind of. You know, a solid performance, at least, from the starters for the Nuggets. The depth is going to be a problem, it looks like. You don't. You didn't like what you saw from, you know, Bones, Brown, One for Green. six from three. I mean, Bones and Brown are good, but you can't really have a seven-man rotation on this team when two of your top three are coming back from serious mm-hmm. injuries and you're not exactly sure how often they're going to be on the quarter for how long they can stick around. So just a bummer start. Best thing to happen, Jeff Green poster dunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Always. Wow. Another season, another Jeff Green poster. In 2022, yeah, they allowed 75 first half points yeah, to the that's Jazz. Bad. Uh, we, I think even though I know both of us picked Denver as a, a team that could be the one seed in the Western Conference, I think they do lay some of these eggs at times if I recall from last season and they got better in the second half there's no doubt they turned it on in the third quarter they were pretty solid defensively they just couldn't come back from that hole (laughs) yeah 75 points is is pretty incredible and when you got Mike Conley running the ship there it it sort of makes sense they have a lot of guys I know you know one of the worst signs when you're talking about an NBA team is just listing guys yeah Lowry (laughs) Mark and then yeah Jared Vanderbilt's gonna get you 15 (laughs) boards but, you know, some of these guys can score, especially when Denver wasn't playing defense. Uh, the the fact that they got off the bench, you said, mentioned Walker Kessler earlier. Colin Sexton was great down the stretch. Uh, Malik Beasley, Rudy Gay, all those guys between 12 and 20 points. Yeah. That's a lot of points off the bench for a team that people project. The over-under number is, what, 24 and a half for their win total? Yeah. Uh, looking good so far for them. Well, it took one game for the Sacramento Kings to disappoint us. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Grant and, and Dame and the Blazers, they uh, they got past the Kings. 113-1 away is a close game, uh, but Portland, you know, just – they scored 64 points in the uh, second half uh, in front of uh, that, that sold-out crowd there in Sacramento. And De'Aaron Fox had a great game. Like, overall, a really, really good game. The box score is impressive, but he had eight turnovers, and a lot of them were just silly – uh, and there's one down the stretch that was unfortunate. He got called for the charge. The Kings just, like, they beat themselves, if I'm being honest. Like, they had 25 fouls and 16 turnovers in this one. And it was in the final minutes of the game. It was tied 104 with, like, three minutes to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Kings were playing pretty def- good defense. They are at least forcing Portland into tough shots. And at, like, the 220 mark, Terrence Davis with a massive putback dunk. Like, huge to put the Kings up, too. But then Courtney Kirkland... <laughs> he calls a taunting tech on on Davis for like a flex. I I mean that's in, that's ridiculous. I hate this call more than anything. You more, should be allowed to taunt. Come it should on. be encouraged. Like, One extra point. <laughs> in a, in a, where you just put down a massive dunk in a tie game, like yeah, you should be able to taunt a little bit. But Courtney Kirkland, the Kirkland brand that JD's got in his fridge over there, the the, the worst brand going uh, for seltzers Excuse or all. Me? Pro- I'm sorry, I had to say it. I had to say it. It's just cheap and it's bad. It's LaCroix. <laughs> it's LaCroix in a different can. Oh, it's not, though. Uh, what are we talking? Are we talking Waterloo? We're talking Kirkland. We're talking Kirkland. Uh, Kirkland. Do I have Kirkland in there? Yes, those are seltzers. They have alcohol. Seltzers. We oh, those. No, no, I didn't buy those. Yeah, Rachel bought those. There's garbage. no alcoholic LaCroix. Listen. Kirkland seltzers in your fridge. <laughs> Got his generic. Anyway, That's Brutal White Claw. Claw. It's uh, White Claw. Come on, guys. Uh, brutal uh, Call. Go ahead. Yeah, all seltzers are garbage. Yeah, they're probably no, Most, <laughs> okay. most, there are some authentic ingredients that are anti-Kirkland. <laughs> and I can't wait till we have them as a sponsor. It'll happen one day. Anyways, go on. Anyway, the Kings were up too, obviously, after the dunk, but they get the tech call, so then it's a, fr- a free throw for the Blazers. Now it's a one-point lead. And then the Kings, look, they had some bad turnovers. Sabonis so uh, called with the travel. Fox, like I said, with the charge. And the Blazers, they came through with, like, some and-ones. It was Grant and Hart. And that was the game. Um, so, Kings were right there. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't want to say they blew it, but just, like, some some mistakes down the stretch against a team that they're probably going to be battling uh, for, you know, a potential play-in spot. Totally. Uh, so, that's a, a tough one for all us, all us Kings fans <laughs> out there. But, uh, from the Blazers side of things, I thought you were probably interested in Billups closing the game with Winslow. Um, yeah, As the baby. de facto center, he got more minutes than Nurk. Winslow did, and, and you're high on him, oh, so Justice God. Winslow. You want to play defense? Put Justice Winslow hey. in. He can move his feet. He he has uh, fought back from injury. A poor man's Iguodala in today's NBA. He can play the center spot. Mm-hmm. 
Back in the day, he was uh, subbing in for center with the Miami Heat in the playoffs against the Toronto Raptors. He's huge. He's a very big man. So he did his job. He did his job. He's all he can pass. Uh, he can he can defend. And in a pinch, he can score mm-hmm. for sure. He can make it happen. All right. Next question. After the break. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Okay, back here in the Classic Factory. More questions to try and recap as much as possible from last night's 12 NBA games. Our next cue, most impressive return. Trey? This one's an easy one, and I feel bad because we've already talked about this game a little, but Zion Williamson is a good basketball player (laughs) still. 25 points in 30 minutes on 50% shooting. He also added three assists and four steals, only two turnovers. He's not leading the league in scoring right now, but it doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility because he scores so many different ways. He's going to be a beast in transition when they find him, which he did. He finished plays when C.J. McCollum was breaking down the defense and finding a little dish to the dunker spot. No problem there. And he's just going to be able to score in the paint basically anytime he gets his hand on the ball. The Pelicans are going to be a dangerous team having three guys in McCollum, Ingram, and Zion, obviously, Mm -hmm. who can put the ball on the court the court and the floor same thing mm-hmm. and score uh so yeah great to see zion back he looks super explosive he looked in shape he looks strong uh, it's just crazy that like he can be gone for a year and then come back and be the best paint scorer right away <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right away you said he can like score in a different number of ways he scores from different spots on the floor as he attacks but every basket of his is a left-hand layup always it's death by left-hand layup mm-hmm. like i don't know i mean i know Imagine trying to guard the guy like the guy's explosive <laughs> and huge, but like try and take away his left hand. Go watch the highlights from this game. Every basket, every yeah. single one is him either in transition or like a post up as he goes by a guy. Left hand layup, left hand layup, left hand layup, and then the big dunk at the end, like mm-hmm. the exclamation point. It's crazy. It's like he's a 280 pound John Morant. The way he like flies at guys and they can't figure it out. Uh, he's just so nimble for a monster yeah, to yeah, be yeah. able to lay it in by those guys. Yeah, the shot chart, amazing. He gets the ball, you know, up by the three-point line, but f- somehow finds his way to the backboard each time. Yeah. Didn't take a shot outside of the paint uh, because he's that good. So, yeah, the fact that he just comes in, first shot that he makes, huge smile coming back up the floor. Yeah, he was and, grinning yeah, from he, here. he's happy. And he, he, he didn't look great in that first quarter in terms of just, like, being back to Zion, like throwing it down over the rim, he looked like you know, a little bit of rust, but he shook it off. And uh, against a Nets team, ugh, yeah, <laughs> he's love, gonna score. I did love in the third quarter. Uh, they, I forget it must have been with McCollum. They like ran a high pick and roll. Like they got the switch, and then it was Royce O'Neal on Zion. And uh, you know he's a good defender, but like too small. And yeah. Zion just posted him up, got the ball, and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. You're not gonna like get a fadeaway from Zion. He's mm-hmm. like, nope, I'm just going to barrel like sort of through you but around you this is the weird part and then of course left hand layup like it's like i love to see that and i love that like cj is like get him the ball like this is a mismatch like mm-hmm. nobody's stopping this guy or slowing yeah. this guy down yeah. right now ben simmons so. tried as we talked about you need a special big guy a real big guy <laughs> to stop him you can't you can't have a fake big guy uh because zion is monstrous yeah and you said it's right like the like he's so explosive looking that second jump is so fast it's like it's like who was always known for the second jump? Like Sean Marion comes to mind. Like Dwight Howard probably when he was super, <laughs> yeah, super young. Jumper. It's like oh, he's he's on the short list of best second jumpers mm-hmm. of all time. I love it. There's a sicko list for you. <laughs> Who else is on that? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, like you would probably add Rodman to the list yeah. for being able oh, yeah. to keep going yeah. up for rebounds. He's just his second jump isn't very high necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's more of the speed. Yeah. Uh okay, so Zion's an obvious one. What a return. Anyone else? 
Well, sort of in the, the light of Christian Wood coming back because uh, Christian Wood just wasn't himself last season. I think Donovan Mitchell could be a comeback player as well, just because he wasn't great with the Utah Jazz last year. Just a, you know, a ho-hum ending. But I thought against the, the Raptors, he looked pretty Donovan Mitchell-like. Yeah. He could control the ball, uh, but he was still getting guys involved. And he's he's just an incredible scorer when he wants to be. Ended with 31 on, on a very good percentage. Now, I think they'd want him to shoot a little bit less if Darius Garland was in the second half because he got poked in the eye in the first half and had to leave the game. It would have been a perfect ending for the Cavs at the end for those two guys to, to share the yeah. ball. So it, it looked a little like the Cavs last year where they were just missing one guy, one scorer at the end of the game. They needed somebody else, uh, and they, they couldn't get it done at the end even though they were up five points with a few minutes left. They gave up too many threes to the Raps who got smoking hot, five threes in the fourth quarter. But Donovan Mitchell looked like Donovan Mitchell, and uh, he was dropping dimes. You know, the stops in the lane, you know, the old Gordon Hayward move that you, you just can't stop uh, because he's so athletic. He, he looked really good. Yeah, that would have been a candidate for most entertaining game, in all honesty, Cavs-Raptors. Like, it was good. It was, like, back and forth. Like, they kept uh, exchanging the lead, and the Raptors, like, closed it out. But it was, like, tarnished from the Garland eye injury. Yeah. Like, that is early in the game, he's out. Um, but... Uh, Hopefully it's not long. I think he got scratched on his eyelid. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, I yeah, mean, I cut. didn't see exactly yeah. what happened. I just saw that it was a swipe to the face yeah. and figured it was yeah. some sort of pokeage in the eye. You can definitely see where teams will be able to attack the Cavs, though. I thought Siakam had a pretty solid game. He only finished 9 for 20 from the field, but he was really aggressive, basically attacking whoever the third wing is. A lot of the times it was Levert, and like he can't really hang with Siakam when it comes uh, to the lane. So... Good stuff from the Raptors to kind of exploit their size advantages where they did have them. Yeah, yeah I was kind of confused by the the Levert start over Isaac Coro. I know you like to call him Isaac No Scoro, but uh, <laughs> I, I think he makes the defense uh, just a little bit more solid and uh, in place of Lowry Markin, and I think he makes the most sense. But the bench came through. You guys don't think uh, the Cavs have a bench. I know your stream team was coming at us yesterday, but they had 33 off the bench uh, with Love, Wade, and Jetty Osman. And, uh, Ooh, I, you know, what about Jetty Osman's beard? <laughs> I mean, I got an ugly looking beard. That's 10 times worse than mine. It is really scraggly. Yeah. Like, he's got an island part, too. He's like, like, it's like beard, and then there was a huge missing patch, and then like another. Like mini beard on his face, like up by his <laughs> He's got cheek. Two beards, huh? Ah. I know people do obviously the, the the planting of hair on on the head. You know, if you're bald, the balding. Yeah, yeah. And, but that's that's. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to work. I, maybe it does. I don't know. But maybe what about the face? Like, there's just less surface area, like more beard know. implants, beard hair implants. That should be a thing. That should be probably is a thing. You should be able to do that. Yeah. You can Come get on. your legs broken to be taller. We should be able to have beard implants yeah. at this point. But honestly, Chetty Osmond, he should keep the facial hair. He was great yeah, last yeah, night. He was 17 so good. points. He was good. Hit three threes. He had a real sick spin move out of the post at one point. Maybe he'll be the starting forward eventually. For the Cavs. He could. Yeah, they're deep. I don't care what anybody says. They're deep. They've got guys to come off the bench disciplined by us to uh, not talk about them until you know 45 minutes into oh, the game. The Raptors. The, the, Raptors, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Raptors specifically. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was entertaining. Jetty Osman had that great move. Evan Mobley was great, uh, deterring Scotty Barnes on one shot. Then he went coast to coast with a spin. It was 25 seconds of all Evan Mobley. So it was good. It came down to the wire, and the Raptors somehow – outscored the the Cavs in the last quarter because they just they just know where to get their shots they're hitting corner threes mm -hmm. they did a good job of that they, they figured it out but uh yeah these two teams will be going all season long and it's just one game but put Jared Allen on the uh very short list for de defensive player of the year man that guy deters yep. so many shots at the rim like I think the box score probably only shows him with like two or three blocks but holy crap he was in a lot of the raptors heads like around the rim you're like that guy is everywhere he is so so important to their defense uh next question maybe we will get to some raptors or maybe even the bulls here biggest surprise trey kirby i'm surprised that i get to say the bulls are back wow after opening night for the chicago bulls yeah. they won a road game against one of the best teams in the eastern conference Seems unbelievable to say it out loud. They went 1-14 against the top four last season. We'll see where the right. Heat end up this year, but they were the one seed last year, and the Bulls did it on the road. They looked like the same early season Bulls that they did last year. They were getting uh, 
a lot of steals and getting a lot of transition opportunities, which is the only way they're going to really able to have an impact defensively this year. Uh, Lonzo Ball obviously was out. Zach Levine surprisingly out yeah. coming into this game. So the Bulls are missing their starting backcourt, but it didn't really matter. Ayo DeSumo stepped into the starting lineup and looked like Lonzo, the way he was pushing the pace and playing defense, scoring in transition, I thought was huge. Goran Dragic and Kobe White both got hot in the second quarter. Dragic four for four from three, really kept the Bulls in the game when this could have turned into a blowout. And then DeMar DeRozan, he still got it. Jesus. 28 points in the second half, 19 in the third quarter. Bulls were struggling in the fourth, about eight and a half minutes left. It looked like the tilting point of this game. If they blow it here, the Heat are coming back and winning, but DeMar comes back in, scores nine down the stretch. Vucci hitting the offensive glass, finished with 17 boards. A couple of clutch ones, uh, to be quite honest. But DeMar carried the Bulls home. It felt like, you know, the Bulls from October to January uh, of last season. The Bulls are in a tough spot, though, right now, because they have to go the entire season of being good. They can't be good for three months this season. Yeah. Nobody's going to buy it. They can't be good for mm. the last two months of the season. Nobody's going to buy it. But for one night, they're back. Good hell, stuff. Of a, hell of a start. Incredible. Uh, yeah, DeMar led the way. I, I was just, just shocking, really. The other shocking thing to me, other than uh, Denver losing by a billion to uh, the Jazz, was the Charlotte Hornets coming out and destroying the Spurs. Yeah. Now, the Spurs are going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, but the way the Charlotte Hornets were just hitting shots, it just seemed like – these guys were playing in an open gym a lot of the time. I mean, uh, PJ Washington step back, whatever. Kelly Oubre uh, looking like the best version of himself, and uh, maybe they felt confident against the Spurs team. Uh, Nick Richards off the bench. They were just getting it from everywhere, and I was uh, I tuned into this one via NBA app stories. What the NBA app has stories, you, just <laughs> like Instagram, that, yeah. and I think they go away at the end of the games mm. just to make sure you don't ingest the game that way they want to make sure that you watch the games or okay. you know so they went away anyways it was fun to watch that maybe i'm just mentioning them because i'm really focused on mentioning all 12 games and yep. gosh we're almost there uh, i think I'm we're gonna, at 11 I'm help 12. Us out. i might have the last one because my biggest surprise rudy gobert there it is attempted more shots in his wolves debut 15 than he did in any game for the jazz last season wow that's Seriously? Nice. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. Wow. Uh, 23.16 boards, seven of those on the offensive end for Rudy. So he was uh, pretty instrumental in the victory because the Thunder put up a fight. I mean, Shea Gilders Alexander had an awesome game. Uh, but you knew the Jazz, or excuse me, the Wolves, i got to get used to that, uh, were going to win when Rudy Gobert hit like a almost a three-pointer. His <laughs> foot was on the line, but he had a steal at the end of the third quarter and then like in transition, got to beat the shot clock, got to beat the buzzer. <laughs> Puts up a 22-foot floater, and that goes in. And I was like, okay, they're, they're not losing this one. Um, but, yeah, they were they were running some – you know, they were getting him involved. He was involved. In the offense, yep. and that's all he's ever wanted. <laughs> he's wanted two things in life, okay? All-star nods and a little bit of involvement in the offense. Uh, so just, good, good Honestly, just when he's open, just pass it to me. Yeah, I, I can probably make it if I'm standing And that's the fair. Hoop. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> 23 points, let him in scoring, let him in rebounding. That's why you trade every single pick you could think of. <laughs> That's what the Wolves needed was an interior presence, and Gobert gave it to him on night one. And, yeah, also a surprise that Shea Gilgis-Alexander played. Uh, it was announced, I guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably a little earlier in the day or maybe on Tuesday. Uh, but it, he looked all right. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't look like he was at full speed, I would say, but still a really solid game. Yeah, yeah. And to see the 4-5 combo of Carl Anthony Towns lobbing in, to Rudy yeah. Gobert. So Carl Anthony Towns comes out and sets a pick up top. He gets the ball on the roll, and then Rudy Gobert's streaking to the rim. So twice Towns hit him with a, a couple lobs. How many, I wonder, were lobs to Rudy Gobert in terms of alley-oops, specifically alley-oops, because, again, last year the stat is the Bulls had seven, I think, something ridiculous. They had seven, <laughs> seven, seven alley-oop dunks, and... Yeah, he had like 80 with the Jazz last year. He, it felt like he got a bunch yesterday. He's almost going to pass that seven number on his own. I know they're playing the Thunder, but it is weird to see the box score that the Wolves won a game, you know, in the end, sort of comfortably, uh, in a game in which Towns and Edwards combined for six of 27. Like, both those guys could not hit a shot in this game. Uh, contributed in other ways. Um, but, yeah, Rudy, after one game, involved and, and happy. <laughs> so oh. good for him. And they're going to have some synergy with the Minnesota Twins 
Um, the Minnesota Twins Towers. You think so? Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. James Merrill gave us that in the stream good. team. Good job, James go. Merrill. Well done. And we well, named it every twins, single game. Uh, yeah, actually, this is one other thing I was going to add. If uh, we didn't get to Hornets Spurs, because I thought I wasn't really sure where it would fit in. But mm-hmm. uh, biggest disappointment was seeing Gordon Hayward's haircut. In person or on the floor. <laughs> on the floor. An all-time bad haircut. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he looks like Beavis. <laughs> Biggest surprise to me, though, is that Jock Landale has the same exact haircut. There are two guys in the league who went with this look. Is it is it possible it's going to be a cool look like that we don't know about? Oh, Those up, guys are somehow... <laughs> Shave your temples. Yeah, oh, yeah. Temples off. Yeah, yeah we've got a, a lot of wild early hairstyles. Gordon and La- Landale. Jock Landale. What's his name? Landale. Anyway. Um, also, you mentioned the... Or you po- pointed out... On all the graphics that ESPN is going with this yeah, week, yeah, yeah. you see Jimmy Butler and his <laughs> extension. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so funny. Very funny. Like it's on. It's like on NBA's YouTube thumbnail too, because yeah. they always put like for the condensed game, like the two star players from each yeah. team, and there's Jimmy Butler with his crazy long extensions, even though he doesn't have them now. Yeah. Just did it for Media Day, just <laughs> to mess with funny. them. So good. And you mentioned Rudy Gobert. He's got the highlights mm-hmm. happening yep. too. Uh, somebody else does. Denny Avdia with the the Wizards got the start. That's a good start. He's got highlights. We got, He's lot. got highlights. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> pure boy band look. Yeah, so I did can... see. Uh, I, in all honesty, I saw like uh, uh, article going around that that might be coming back. That the uh, the frosted tips, the highlights. Yeah, yeah it's gonna have a moment here. <laughs> I don't know. It's about time. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've gone through the '90s. We're getting into the early 2000s. Uh, Nora actually sent me a picture of Alex Albon, the F1 driver. He looked like the lead singer of LFO. There you go. There you go. Abercrombie and Fitch on the way back. (laughs) Uh, Just one wish. Final question. (laughs) Craziest highlight from last night. What what do you got, Trey? Get started. I don't have the craziest highlight. (laughs) I I don't. Maybe the most unusual highlight, I will say. This was from late in the game, Nuggets versus Jazz. It's basically Colin Sexton icing the game. Mm Mm-hmm. For uh, for the Jazz, and he stops. He rears his foot a couple of yeah, times yeah, on yeah. the court, and then he just pauses and waits three or four <laughs> seconds before finally attacking Jokic and getting a bucket to ice the game for the Jazz. But it seems unbelievable that a player stops and waits for that long. Yeah, yeah. Usually when they're running out the clock like that, you know, you're dribbling around or pointing or something. He's just standing and waiting. It's like LeBron's first ever Nike commercial against the Kings when he's standing there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> just yeah. And then he goes. <laughs> yeah. Colin Sexton, the new LeBron James. Oh, he's, That's why they call him Young Bull. That's yep. right. He's ready. <laughs> I do think he was just like, uh, there was a little bit of a slippery uh, spot there, and he's maybe trying to get that traction. Yeah, but he was rare right. to drive in. He's like a young bull. That's better, for that's, sure. That's good. Okay, that's a fun one. What do you got? Well, let's save the best one for last, because okay. this also isn't the best of highlights, but Tyrese Halliburton, a cool dribbling highlight. I mean, he's flying through the Wizards' defense. There's a, there's a spot, so he just throws a cut dribble down. Like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, a, a classic Chris Paul, John Wall used to do this a lot. So he gets a spot and he just whoop, you know, nice. drops it to himself oh, and then and good finish too. Good finish, yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple big dunks in this one. He's he's feeling good. Great highlight, but probably the best highlight from the night of all twelve games. It's got to be the rook. It's got to be Ben Carroll with the dunk over Corey Joseph, who <laughs> who thought he was gonna get the charge, but that heel was on the line. Yeah. And my God, does Paolo just like? catapult up over him like he's sort of like the knee like goes off of joseph's chest and i think it puts him even higher but holy crap what a dunk i like that he just signed a deal with jordan brand and he's doing like a michael yeah, jordan yeah, dunk yeah, here yeah, he's yeah. got the silhouette perfect <laughs> so so yeah. good he's wearing those jordans too that's a nice blue and black combo with the jerseys he looks cool i had uh had some questions from my wife while watching this danielle was saying who is that guy mm. she liked the look and he looks like a vet already Looking good, man. He's he's, he's going to get a lot of marketing sponsors. That was not number one on NBA's top ten highlights of the night. Isn't that amazing? It was the well, job pass, wasn't it? was the job pass, which was great. It was great. Uh, but uh, they're trying to push that the assists are better than the dunks. <laughs> That's bullshit. We know it's bullshit. Uh, 
yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful pass from Jummer, and he, he had some flair to it too. It was nice. It, was it definitely was nice. Game. But uh, we're gonna go with the uh, Bancaro here in the No Dunks Classic Factory. All right, fun questions. Hope you guys are answering them here in the stream team. Drop them in the YouTube section below. Tweet them in at No Dunks Inc. if you're listening to the podcast. We are gonna take one more break, but when we come back, pick them results tonight's pick them, and then tweet of the night. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. Okay, let's start wrapping up today's podcast. Uh, pick and results from last night. We had the Pelicans-Nets game. Brooklyn, <laughs> Jesus, was uh, favorited by three and a half. And, uh, well, they lost. <laughs> so the Pelicans covered that one. And Tass took New Orleans. You improved to 2-0 and here for our uh, early start uh, here in the month of October. And uh, I'm 1-1 one because one I had Brooklyn and Trey had Brooklyn. So you're 0-2. Looking for his first win tonight. What's our game? Doubleheader on TNT, baby. It's Thursday night. Oh, yeah. I stayed away from the early game with Philadelphia and Milwaukee. We've already picked a Philadelphia game on opening night. That's going to be the game of the night, though, I think, because because the other game are the two Los Angeles, the Clippers and the Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers are the, air quotes, home team. They play in the same building, obviously. Five-and-a-half-point dog. You get five points. If you want to take the Lakers, they can lose by five points. Has that ever happened, that they've been an air quotes home team and they've got that in terms of opening night especially? That's a big line, I think, for the Clippers to cover. But Trey and I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm swerving here. I don't believe this bullshit. (laughs) I I just hate seeing the same logo. I can't stand seeing a graphic with us picking the same team, so I refuse to do it. Give me the dumb Lakers to... uh, to cover, I guess. That's all I need. I don't even need a victory from them. Well, you'll be right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's true. It's maybe... I'm going to have no sideburns in a few weeks here. So. <laughs> You're going to be yeah. uh, Beavis or Butthead? Which one is that? I can't remember. I've got more of a Butthead look, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, these guys got the Clippers. They got to win by six. And I got the Lakers. a lot of points. Yeah, it is. What, it is. what if we were to put a different Clippers logo in there three times? <laughs> Oh, you know, maybe yeah. would that appease you? A little bit. A anyway, little bit. it's yeah, I get it. Um, but it was a perfect storm because you don't believe in the Clippers, so you weren't <laughs> yes. going to pick them yeah. on opening night. Okay, let's uh, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm. Mm. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Tweet, uh. tweet of the Night comes straight from the Raptors' locker room. It's Eric Kareen, who is the Athletics' Raptors writer, and uh, this is his tweet. My first time in the locker room since pre-pandemic, and they now have little flags under each player's name. Hmm. What a touch. (laughs) That's why the Raptors are world class. Legit. (laughs) Yeah, literally world class with these little flags. Yeah, so OG Ananobi's got his uh, Nigerian flag that he went with. Obviously, the guys like Pascal Siakam and now Christian Coloco, they're from the same city in, in Cameroon, Dulala, so they've got the Cameroonian flag. Cool, cool. I bring it up because when they go out and they play they play their game, last thing they see is their locker room. They see their flag. It's like they're playing for their country mm. while also playing for a country in Canada, <laughs> while also playing for the Toronto Raptors. It's just a smart little move. So it's a, you know, it's a, it's a tiny little tweet and a tiny little, a tiny little change detail, <laughs> but I think it makes, it makes uh, a heck of a difference. And I like this exchange. I was looking at Eric uh, Kareen's replies on it. Komodo Joe replied, what's this even mean? The players, <laughs> the, 
whether the players post the nation's flag that they have a background from. Is this something new? Eric Green says, it is new. And Komodo Joe, Komodo Joe replied, Komodo Joe sounds like a character I need to beat and punch out. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I can't get by Komodo Joe. Wait till he sticks out his tongue three times and punch him in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's what, what's the little the trick on the remote to to beat Komodo Joe? Uh, then Komodo Joe replied, "I thought he was more of a street fighter, but nah, you're yeah, right. You're well, right. I, I, there was uh, there was Glass Joe, Glass Joe, yeah, and then uh, yeah, there wasn't Bald Bull. There's Bald Bull. There's <laughs> King there's Hippo, the Sand Minister, Sand yeah, yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was tough. Oh, he's uh, let's tough. not forget uh, about Mike Tyson himself. Nah. Let's not. You never got there, eh? <laughs> no. no I, of course <laughs> I, I did, got sucker. there. Anyways, Komodo Joe replied. This was the funny part. Yeah, he replied, yeah. I was lucky enough to be there a few years ago. I had to fix a plumbing issue in their lounge <laughs> <laughs> just across from their locker area. Komodo Joe wants his 15 seconds of fame. And Komodo Joe, you got it. You got it. Komodo Joe said he was at the Air Canada Center fixing a, a plumbing issue, but yeah. not in the locker room. Had nothing to do with the locker room. Yeah. He, he, he didn't even care about this Eric Kareem tweet about the flags going in the locker room. Uh, he just wanted to tell yeah, everybody, that's I, nice. I got in there, which is cool. Uh, well, we're thinking about putting lockers uh, here in the Classic Factory because we're here all the time. We could uh, change our wardrobe. That's not what, a bad flag idea. Are, what flag are you putting on yours, Tess? Great question. You got three to pick from, my man. Yeah, I'm going all three. Oh, three? three. You can't go all yes, three? I can. No, we don't have the budget. <laughs> we don't have the budget for those pins. No. We have a minuscule I'm flag drawing. budget. <laughs> yeah, we have no budget. We'll be drawing them on ourselves. So I'm drawing them on. Well, I'm not drawing three for you. I'm, I'm take, the best I'm, drawer. I, it's the red. It's the, you're the best drawer. <laughs> I know how to draw drawer. straight lines. I don't lines. know. I, I don't know if I am. We but had I'm a drawing competition. We had a drawing competition on the starters. Trey won. I, I don't think I, don't I was think I'm a good drawer. I wasn't. I'm. Average drawer, mediocre yeah, I, drawer. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm, it does matter. You have to pick one. I'm picking the Canadian okay, flag. That's I'm an easy one to the draw. The red Good. and white. Hey, those those <laughs> points on the maple fl- maple yeah. leaf. It's not that hard. Pointy. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you rather draw uh, fifty stars? Uh, the Greek uh, flag is probably the easiest, really. Right. Yeah. All straight lines. Yeah. At the very can, least. Ah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> not a draw flag. Not, I, I mean, you wouldn't draw a flag freehand. Like you would. I mean, you yeah, use stencil? rulers and oh. stencils. Yeah. Right. You want the line straight. It's a flag. Okay, we're putting it. We're putting the Canadian. <laughs> you don't want to so, screw up. Anyways, all right. What flag are you going with? I'm going with the Canadian <laughs> flag. But you could use the American flag now. You yeah, can yeah, vote. I'm a citizen. You're a citizen. I yeah. voted. Yeah, good for you. Hashtag plan your vote. Good. Mm. Uh, American for you, I assume. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I got one choice, man. You want to give me a different one? I was trying uh, to think. You want you want to draw me the Illinois flag? Is that tough? Nah, four stars in the middle, so significant decrease in stars. <laughs> just you know, there's a oh, blue it, line on top, blue uh, line on bottom, red stars in the middle. So oh, that's different oh, from I the Chicago the flag, flag. In Chicago, but that's sure. Yes, yeah. I guess Illinois probably does. <laughs> Illinois probably does have a different flag. I uh, think of that as Illinois' flag. Okay. Ah, okay. Because some of those like state oh, flags. I don't want are... Illinois' flag. It sucks. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's just an eagle in a circle. It's too tough. I can't draw that. <laughs> All right, let's call it there. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, if you are a Survivor fan, uh, new no buffs coming up later today around 1 p.m. Eastern. No buffs. Our Survivor podcast has its own YouTube feed and its own podcast feed. So go subscribe to that. Go uh, go um, like the video if you are a fan. What am I trying to say? Just like just fucking come hang out. With us, <laughs> Jesus. Watch it. Just watch this episode. With just us. watch the episode. You don't even need to watch Survivor. It's fun. Like we just debate weird things. Uh, so that's later today. And then uh, tomorrow, we got the Drop Podcast. Mm-hmm. Very, very exciting. So rapid fire questions. Worst of the week, maybe in the mix. We'll see. You betcha. And we'll be talking about, of course, tonight's two uh, two games on TNT, breaking those all down. And maybe like a, a quick look back at this very short week. Maybe some predictions we want to take back already. Some mm. mulligans. Mm. Yeah. It was actually National Mulligan Day on Monday or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, you know... It was National Mulligan Day. That's all, that's all I gotta say. Okay. Got, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> the golfers you couldn't make it Friday for when we're gonna have our mulligans. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll talk mulligans tomorrow. <laughs> Live at 10 a.m. Eastern here from the Classic Factory. Until 
we see you next time. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, wanted to shout out Mike Mulligan. Saw him down at the Hawks game last oh. night. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Short, Short Saunders. Yeah, it's a, it's a memorable name, but it's yeah. Yeah, Scott, Sanders, Saunders, Stewart. He's oh. not Little Stewart either. Big guy. He's not a minion. It's called Beast Stew. <laughs> this guy was a big guy. He's six seven, six eight. Used to play uh, college basketball. Oh, I've got to respect him. I did respect him. I <laughs> talked to him for ten minutes. I gave him a shout out. <laughs> I butchered his name. I feel so bad. Oh, Scott. Scott actually said Scott. He got. Scott got shot on nine hundred two and zero. Sorry, I'm back, going oh, back to Steve Sanders, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that tough was Scott. Episode. Tough episode. Brace the <laughs>